Welcome to Cooper Talk. I'm your host, Steve Cooper. And remember, I'm only as hip as my guests. And I was talking to my guest. Uh, we're going to get into this. Uh, he suffers from the same thing as me, the congestive heart failure. So uh, we're, our message to you, this is a message-themed show. This is a different Cooper Talk. Uh, you, Our messages get off the salt. That's all we're saying. Don't eat the salt. Don't eat the fast food. Because salt, see, what p- pisses me off about salt is, what pisses me off about People like Progresso Soup says heart healthy. A heart healthy soup. It's low sodium. And so they sit there and you look at this can of soup. This Progresso low sodium chicken soup. And you go, hey, okay, you look at it. Only 480 milligrams of sodium. But then it says two servings. I mean, it says it says two servings in a bottle, a, a can of soup. Okay, no one eats. Everyone eats a whole can of soup. We don't do two. We don't dole half of it out because if you dole half of it out half the crap all the crap stuck on the bottom so you're eating broth and you're eating chunky stuff so that's and in Subway also Subway's one that pisses me off the worst because they sit there the commercial goes five five dollar foot long and then they say only six milligrams of fat or whatever but the thing is that's for the that's for the six inch they don't tell you that so we're saying that's our message me and my guest Mike Ivey are say watch your salt because you don't want to take medicine like we have to you don't want to you know it sucks I forgot to take my medicine this morning actually I'm thinking about it so if I have a heart attack i hope my, my guest knows uh cpr i don't know I, I won't have a heart attack but you know i might my, my, my head might explode but anyway enough about that just yeah. don't watch yourself my guest is mike how you doing mike hey 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 that's so funny though because it's so funny that you now when were you diagnosed 1999 and now now what happened i mean what was it uh, what did it, you how did you know you were sick i was working on cruise lines i was over in turkey and every day in istanbul every time we went to istanbul I walked up to the center of Istanbul from the the dock. And this one day I'm walking up and I can't make it up the hill. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I can't make it. I stop every 50 steps. I finally make it up and I took a cab back. And that was like, it was almost time for me to sign off the ship I had been on for a couple of months. So I come home. July 12, 1999. It was my sister's birthday. That's why I remember. And I think it's jet lag. Okay. And it's going to be all right in 10 or 12 days. I'm 10 hours ahead in time. In 10 days, they say an hour for a day for each hour. So I'm going to be all right. And by the 25th, I still wasn't all right. Talking to friends. Don Marrera saw me. He says, Man, you don't look good, Mike. See, that's that's happened to me. I actually did a show with uh, Bill Dwyer and Mark Valley were on, and I and I had Mark on a year after I think. But I, in retrospect, he said, "Dude, he goes, I thought Bill Dwyer was just like giving you, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Do whatever, doing Bill." Up. And uh, he said, "You looked like death warmed over." And so Dom noticed he looked bad, and yeah, and my sister could tell on the phone. One of my sisters. And so, finally, about the 27th, I went to a doctor, and uh, a week later, after all the tests and everything, he told me what was wrong, and he told me what was going to happen, and it scared me. He says, listen, if you don't do as I say, then I'm going to have to put you in the hospital and take the liquid out of you that way i didn't even notice man i weighed 293 pounds and now now and what, what was your what was your usual weight uh uh around 
220s or something. See, it's funny. We don't notice that. For me, I noticed, and I, I was taking a bath because for me, I was, like how you said you couldn't get the steps. When I, when I was diagnosed with it, um, I also, I flew back east. I went to a Phillies game. I could barely make it from the stadium to my girlfriend's car. And I learned the difference. I learned the difference of being tired and being exhausted. Like yeah. I, I couldn't even make shows. I couldn't. My friends had a party on a le- on Memorial Day, and I was sitting there, and I said, "I'll get." And I just laying in bed, and I could, and I couldn't sleep. And then I was, I and, and my ankles were fat, yeah. like like I like fat, like Mama Mama Apple Don's, <laughs> you know, Mama Celeste ankles. And I'm, and I was in the bath, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I go into my doctor, and he said, uh, "He said you have a." Um, Respiratory infection. So this guy's giving me vitamin B, and I mean, I I could barely I barely make it through my show, and yeah. I ended up going. And then I went, and I went, and I got a physical. But the guy was my doctor was inept, and um, and then I ended up going to uh, for the hospital because I my chest hurt. I had this heaviness. I thought maybe it was because I had st- I'd stopped smoking when it when it mm-hmm. when I felt bad, and that's when they said they put you in the hospital. I was in there for four days. And I'm just hooked up, you know, and you're on the old person's floor and you can't go and they go take a walk. I go, hey, when I walk, I look in the door, everyone's dying. I said, you know, it's, this sucks. And so it's one of those things. So how did you react to it? Because it, it's a big change. What, how did you change your life? Uh, when he told me what I had to do, basically cut out salt. Right. So I get 2,000. I can do 2,000 milligrams a day. Yeah. He told me don't eat anything over 100 milligrams per serving so i just i went crazy i went total zero that's how scared i was and that's bad for you that's what i found out because i was yeah. doing like 500 milligrams a day and they go you still well my cardiologist told me different he said he said you sit there and he goes you know you could just eat celery you'd be fine but we get scared because you 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 so it's like anything we go the exact we we, we try to make up for go okay i'm gonna eat no sodium and you do need some right you do need some what happened was he told me this, and I said, well, my niece is getting married in Massachusetts next month. I have to be there, and I'm going to do a show with Dom in Vegas. We're going to do a week, and after that, I'll shut it down. He says, I, I suggest you don't, don't do that. I think you should go buy yourself a recliner and do all the walking you can do. If you can walk downstairs... And back up because it's good. hard. It's hard in the beginning because you're still even yeah. though you're even though you you're, don't even you, realize you don't yeah you don't realize how bad it is. And to stunt, do you do still have trouble walking sometimes now? No, no, no. Okay, because occasionally I feel like in Santa Monica, as a beach, when you go up that thing, yeah, I feel it. And and I and it's funny because I do uh, forty minutes of cardio like four days a week, but I still, I mean, I just do the treadmill on the bike. But I I sit there and sometimes as a Dodger Stadium. Holy oh, crap! Yeah, going up I'm that going hill. up the steps. Yeah, then, yeah. then we're going up the steps. We're going to the stadium club, and we go past it. And I go. That's I'm when like, I realized I'm I was like, sick too. I, I went to a Dodge game, and I I couldn't make it up the stairs. And Jennifer was going like, "What's wrong? Come on, dude!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Right, I'm I'm doing the best I can." So I actually did what I said I was going to do. I said my prayers. I I went to Massachusetts, my niece's wedding. It was beautiful, and I and I worked a couple of jobs out there in Pennsylvania in the Poconos and and up in uh, the Catskills. Scott Bruce. Yeah, 
Was that was his class? Yeah, I actually did his plays, and then I came back, and I went to I went to Vegas with Dom, and the thing was. It was so hard, I couldn't get my shoes on. That's what happened to me. One day, I, I bought these new shoes, and I went to this party before I went to the hospital, and I go, well, I know my feet didn't grow. Did I roll the wrong side? Yeah, and, then, and so then you feel bad. So you, you, you have, like, all the laces are, like, like this, and it's and weird. And you sit your foot on top of your shoe and wait until it works its way in. And, and I did the shows, and I'm telling you, for some reason, I was energized. On stage, everything was was great. I and noticed that, like back back when I would you know do a lot of comedy. If I was sick, I know I could go to the. Once I got up on the club, I'd be fine, and for like two hours after, I'd have that high, yeah, and yeah. I'd be fine. But then, like then, you'd be like, Ugh. but once that high wears off, you're done. And and the way the way I realized I was sick was when I would go to sleep. I would try to go to sleep. I would lay down, and then I would fall asleep like I always do I fall asleep like immediately 10 minutes later I wake up with a start and I can't go back to sleep the whole night see that's funny because that happened to me too I was getting like three hours of sleep and I would fall asleep and then you you feel like you're sound asleep and you wake up and it'd be like two hours later and it was so bad that my doctor but before I got diagnosed the doctor you know he gave me he gave me a, a sleeping pill and so I said, okay. I was afraid to take it, but I was like, all right, you know, I can sleep. But even then, I would sit there, and I'd still wake up three hours later, and I'd go, what the hell's wrong with me? And yeah. I would sit there, and then I always felt like I had to go to the bathroom. So yeah. I, I would go sit on my toilet. I would sit there, nothing and, and I, I would nothing, and I would play. I played this uh, home run derby on my phone. I swear to God, I would sit there like three in the morning. It's not a pretty sight. Me and my boxers around my waist, waiting to go to the bathroom. I can't sleep. I feel like crap. Playing home run derby on my phone, and and that and uh, Yahtzee. I played a lot of Yahtzee on my you phone. You feel like crap, but you, you, but you can't. Yeah, and and you you sit there and you you feel like you sleep. But then you wake up and it's only three hours later, and yeah. and then you sit there and you lay there, and and the worst thing about it, like when I went to the hospital, one of the worst things was is you lay in the hospital and you're worried you're in the hospital and you can't sleep, and then finally when you do sleep, like nurses coming at five in the morning to check your blood. It's like, come on, I just got to sleep. I was so lucky, I never went to the hospital. You're very lucky. He showed me the pictures of my heart because they did all the tests. They did like the, yeah, and my heart literally was like cover almost my whole chest it was huge and it's because you know when your body starts retaining that liquid your heart doesn't beat right and it just slows down and then it takes on that liquid and it just gets bigger and what happens is that's why you have the enlarged heart and what happens is when you lay down to sleep your heart crushes on your lungs Okay. And cut your wind off, and that's why you wake up with a start. Okay, that, you know, okay, that's funny because that has happened to me before. And uh, yeah, it's like, it, it's like, you can't, it, it. That's your brain telling you if you don't breathe, you're going to die. Okay. No, because it's, it's weird because I sit there and you, 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 sometimes you wake up and you're right. It's like, oh, sh yeah. And I, I didn't, I didn't know that. I just thought that was, I just thought that I didn't sleep well. <laughs> yeah. And then when you wake up, like, I mean, you're totally wide awake. Yeah. And it's like, and so that's when I, I got a radio and I, I, I laid down on the floor in the living room. I never slept. I just listened to like uh, Coast to Coast. Right, right. All uh, of the UFO theories. See, I put the TV on <laughs> and I always crack up. I fall asleep like you fall asleep and then you wake up 
in the middle of the night and it'd be like a penis enlargement commercial yeah. and then you fall asleep you wake up and it's like a, a religious commercial it's like well these, these networks have to figure out you know you can't play the sex oh here's uh, the uh, what's it called like the Trojan uh, yeah. Trojan man or the oh I got this Trojan thing like the vibrator thing and then you wake up and there's a religious it's like well get your programming straight and time just time just runs into itself you really don't have a true concept Right, what's going on? Totally, I, I I would lay in bed, and you, and the thing is, it's 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 such a crappy scenario because you're so tired, but you can't sleep. Right, and you just lay there, and I remember it sitting, and I mean, I it was bad enough for me. I mean, I because I live on the second floor, and I have a two level apartment, so I, for me to make it upstairs. I just didn't want to go back, and then I didn't know what was wrong with me. So then I'm sitting there, and you, of course, you have to eat. So you buy crap. You buy like lunch bowls or something you would never eat, but you're like, oh, I don't want to make. Any. I usually cook now. I cook all the time, right. but you don't, and you you just eat this crap. Because that's what you what you ultimately come to. Leave the processed foods alone. Yes, you have to eat. Go to the farmers market. Go get you a salad. It's so funny, and you you do get used to it. It's like it's like yeah. I I've been eating healthy for a year and a half, and I remember I remember I was back. Uh, first, I love to drink, and uh, and I I didn't drink at all for like two months, and and I was a medication. I lost twenty pounds, and man, I had two beers, and it was the best time of my life. I was hammered. I was like, this is cheap, Woo-hoo, you know. <laughs> but I uh, I've learned. I, I I actually went to a happy hour with my buddies back east, and we ordered some sliders and some quesadillas because hmm. you know. I watch what I do. You know, you can cheat every once in a while, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like anything. But man, I'll tell you, when you don't eat junk food for a while, that it, it hits you the next day. Head. Oh my God! You wake up the next morning like, oh my God, where's what the men's room? Yeah, you, you you feel the grease, and it's and so many people eat like that all the time that it's like it's not good. Honestly, the discipline that it takes, I backslid a little, and I'm getting ready to go back on the teetotal. I was walking four to five miles every day. I now, just, in your neighborhood? or Yeah. I mean, I knew my neighborhood better than anybody. Where do you live? I, well, now I live in North Hills. At the time, I was living in North Hollywood. And that was the scary thing was when I first started walking, you, you know, you'd see the signs, no, no uh, loitering, walk past the same spot 15 minutes of loitering. They have a sign up there. And I started walking on my street, and that's when I found out that gay guys cruised the area. Really? Yes. <laughs> I'd, I'd be walking slow because that's the only way I could walk, and then a car would pull up behind me, and the guy would say, hi. You know, like, oh. I think you're trolling, like, hey, hey, look, some new new meat in the area. Yeah, I'm doing this for my health. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you're walking five miles, and how long did you do this for? I did it. I did it from like I started in '99 when I when I when I got diagnosed. I stopped working like I said I would at that at the end of August, and I went back to work in November. I went back to Europe, and I walked every day on the ships. I was on the ships, and I was up on the deck and. They called me the walking man, and all of the people, once they see you do a show, they have to talk to you. It was very hard to walk. Oh, and have people probably stopping you. Trying to stop you and, like, and getting mad if you don't talk to them. 
You're like, but, I just want to walk. I have heart disease. Just leave me alone. Now, I'm not being a dick. I just want to walk. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was dedicated. I just kept going. And I worked for a great line. And they actually had a chef fix my food. Okay. So because there's so much sodium in, in that uh, food at cruises. That's why. And, it, and what's sad is, and I, I follow the sodium. I look on websites. Yeah, yeah. And what's sad is, I don't use a lot of sodium. I, I mean, I live off Mrs. Dash. I have all the marinades. I have all yeah, the yeah, seasonings. Yeah. But what's sad is, you don't need salt. And 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 and, and what also is sad, which and pisses me off, is people have this preconceived notion that eating healthy is expensive. It's not. I sat there when my girlfriend's out. We each had a half a pound of tilapia, and uh, we got a green beans at the farmers market, a mm-hmm. big portion, and we had some quinoa. The meal cost for both of us four bucks, two dollars a serving. That's people yeah. don't get it. It's so cheap to eat healthy, but people don't want to do it because they're just they rather just go get crap. It's the work, and it's easy though. Yeah, it's the work. People people are averse to work, and it's not work, especially when you think about what you're doing. Right, you're, you're not, making yourself better. It's like I'm 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 a cook. I'm a I'm a chef, and like at football on Sundays. I cook for the guys. But what can you but now you gotta watch what you gotta eat though now, do you, I cook and they don't notice that I don't eat. I mean, I make barbecue and, and you can't eat I make mac some... and cheese, I make this killer. How how do you do that though? I mean I would wanna be if there's something good in front of me, I wanna eat it. It's just discipline. I mean it's just But you're cooking it. He must drive you crazy. A chef tastes what he cooks. The smells are enough. Okay. And for me, the whole thing about cooking is the creative process. I like to take something and turn it into something. Okay. And I like to see the guys go, God. I like to hear Richard Baker say, man, that is the best fried chicken I ever had. And I'm like, really? Do you make, I mean, good, do you make good fried chicken? Oh, yeah. Now, now, now do, you, do you use low-sodium breadcrumbs? No. Okay. I, I make it. The regular way. And if I eat it, first thing I I take, I don't eat the skin. Okay. And, you know, when I, when I eat it, I only eat one piece. And my mom told me a long time ago, she says, you make the best. Where'd you learn how to fry chicken like that? And I so said. So what, what do you do? What's, what's, what's on it? What makes it so good? What, is it, what, what's, your, what's your crusting? What's, what's the outside? The outside is basically... I met this woman from the West Indies. She was she was born in England somewhere. She grew up in Guyana. And she was a, a terrific cook. And I learned how to fry chicken from her. And what you what it is is it's the spices that you use, she mixes it all together and then she puts some flour in there and, and mixes it around and then then takes it and dredges it before okay. you fry it. And then it that the, the crust sticks to it, and the flavors are all in the chicken. And now, what do you fry it in? I fry it in. I fry. I use peanut oil. But or do you have canola. a pan or do you have a fryer? I have a fryer. Okay. I have a. But at home, I use a skillet. Okay. And I'll fry chicken. At home, I might fry chicken twice a year, and if I do, the ch- the chicken will last me a week, and. I, you know, 
I don't mind eating leftovers. Oh no, it's good. I mean, it's funny. I actually I had I had a party uh, two weeks ago for Labor Day, and uh, it was my girlfriend's birthday the next day, and someone brought fried chicken, and I don't eat fried chicken hardly ever. And man, I ate like three pieces. It was so good. I shouldn't know, but I was like, screw it, man. This I, is I so saw that good. picture. I saw some pictures of your girlfriend online. Pretty girl. Yeah, you're doing all right for yourself. She, she's, she turned 47. She looks great. Congratulations. Thank you, man. So, okay. So, it's so funny. You're, you're, the, you're, the, you're the... Do you know Do you know Mike Mitchell, who's a comic? Big I, Mike? I don't know if I know Mike. He has congestive heart failure, too, but he's still smoking. And I go, what you, quit that crap, stupid. Well, you know... I go, no, dude, that's going to kill you. I could, I could not fathom having a cigarette now. I couldn't even... I, it's so funny when you and you used to smoke. When you yeah. when you stop smoking, you really notice how foul you smelled. Like, yeah. like people come up and they talk and you smell it on their breath and you don't think that when you were smoking. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. I like That's what people were smelling on you. Exactly. I know. That's what I'm saying. I smell like crap. It's like kissing an ashtray. It's true. <laughs> and then you go, Oh my God. You sit there and you notice them. I, I can tell when someone walks by, I'm like Oh God! Like it's so funny that my party there was there was honestly what, what's amazing is there's like between thirty five and forty people throughout the day. Not one smoker. I know one guy went out to smoke pot. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I said just go down the alley. That's not it's, smoking. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not. I mean, I don't I don't smoke pot also because I because my medicine. I mean, believe me, I would love to have a brownie here and there because I, I know a guy who used to make a Captain Crunch and Crunchberry edibles, and you only need a half of them, and then you just sit there and relax. But I'm, you know, you should check. I well. You can do what you want to, but I don't think that the uh, I don't think that that would interfere with your medication. It might not. I just you know what's funny is yeah, but you know it's yeah it's, you, you get don't scared. Do it, you don't need to, and you don't want to ask your cardiologist. Hey, is it okay if I eat a brownie? <laughs> my cardiologist, my he, he was on my show. My cardiologist, uh, Doctor Dan Eisenberg, is, is a hoot, and he he looks at me. He'll tell me that he just tells me. I walk in, he goes, "Shut the f up." <laughs> what? Shut up. Here, here's what you're gonna do. I go well. I go you know, and then you know. It's just weird. It's it's just what we live with. It's weird, but you get used to it, and you sit there. And now it's like for me, it's like as I said, yeah, me and the homies call it CHF. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, and I said, yeah, because at the cardiologist, everyone's like, I'm like, yeah, man, I got I got the mouth about CHF, and the guy's like, shit, I got a heart transplant, I got a pig's pot, and I'm I'm a Muslim. <laughs> and so you sit there, but you, you learn with you deal with it, and and it it, yeah. it you just. I think that's what happens. Like you said, most people will die when they ha- find out they have it. It's because they don't want to get help themselves, and they don't accept it. And you ha- once you accept it, you go, okay, here's what I have. I still drink. My doctor said it's okay. You know, I don't drink yeah. as much as I do. But, you know, like last night, I had friends over at the Eagles game drinking a, a ton of beers from my party. Like Congratulations. Said, oh, God. Was, oh, you know, I was so nervous. It was one of those things because I'm such a diehard fan. I mean, I mean, God, I mean, it's... I'm, I'm, I'll be 50. I've, I've loved the Eagles since I was like five. And every Sunday, you know, that was it's religion. tradition, man. It's and it. and we, we were so good. We sucked when I was little. We sucked. I mean, we sucked. Roman Gabriel sucked. Mike Barella sucked. Then we got Cunningham. We got excited. And then we had that great defense with the late Jerome Brown and Reggie White, the late Reggie White also. And yes. we were good. And then we went on this run where, and I hated Andy Reid, we, but we always made the playoffs. Have you seen him lately? He, he lost weight? Or yeah. No? That's weird because you go to Kansas City, that's like the rib capital, that's barbecue capital world. You think he'd be eating left and right. Yeah. I, I, I hated him. I, 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 I never. It's amazing how, like in Philly, they finally got rid of Charlie Manuel. You know, and they shouldn't have. It was I know. it was Ruben Amara Junior. Junior. Okay, here here was the biggest thing about the Phillies. It's uh, 
we need power. We need power. So what do they do? They go out and they sign Ben Revere, who's a good center fielder. He's never hit a home run in his life. And, and it just they, they just sit there and then all he the players... He was good like 15 years but, ago. Ruben yeah. should be going. Charlie Manuel, he, you give him crap. You know, it was it was. He's a good manager. Yeah, and there was all the injuries. I mean, Howard, Brian Howard, as I call him, Tracy Morgan Howard. He looks yeah, like Tracy he, Morgan. He does. He's like one of the biggest busts. He's and, like, he, and he hits like him a lot of times. Yeah, he gets hurt too much. Right, and he's it, and the thing is, they signed him for this huge contract when everyone, you know, everyone thought he was young when they signed the contract. I, I thought he was like twenty five. He was almost thirty, and that's like like with the Angels signing pool holes. You can't sign first baseman for these long contracts. That was a ridiculous. Everyone, contract. anyone, you sign anyone. To a long, unless okay, if you're Dodgers, I can see signing Clayton Kershaw because he's young, he's a lefty, and he's a stud. And when he got drafted, he got drafted before Lincecum. The Dodgers knew what they're doing because Lincecum had three great years, and Lincecum's pretty much done. But that's the thing: you can't sign unless you're young. You can't sign like the same Robinson Cano. You're a Yankees fan. Cano yeah. might get like two, like two hundred million for eight. You can't sign Cano for eight years. He's uh, what thirty two, isn't he? Yeah. He's probably not going to be a Yankee after this year. And I'm kind of sad about that. You know, in the old days, like the times you're talking about, you you became a fan, and I did. People played for the team. Mike Schmidt, lifetime in Philadelphia. You always a Yankees yes, fan, right? Yes. Yeah, you had, you had, I mean. He played for the team, Brooks Robinson. They played for the team. They only played for one team. Mattingly, all these uh, guys, you know. Yeah. That was that. That was a thing. You Thurman Munson, Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, they, that was a thing. You you knew when you bought a jersey, it was good for life. Dude. Now it's like you buy a. Like, I, I'm sitting there. I mean, all my friends wear Eagles jerseys. Last night, I had a Westbrook. He he didn't end up as an Eagle. My girlfriend, as a joke, got me a Kevin Cobb one because he's such a dork. But it was like four bucks. I have a Cooper one, mine, but I can't wear the Cooper one now because Riley Cooper's a racist. So if I wear a Cooper jersey, people think I'm a damn racist. <laughs> and we're not the same number, but they won't see the 40. Cause I got it for my 40th birthday. They won't see Cooper 40. They'll go, how do you support that racist? He's either a racist or an idiot. I, just, mean, I think he's just an idiot. I think he got <laughs> drunk, and he got, I heard he got into a fight earlier in the parking lot. And the bottom line is this. Well, one, that's the difference now. Social media, people, you know, we've all made stupid comments. We've all called a girl a bitch. We've all got slapped in the face. We've all whatever. But the difference is, you didn't tape it then. The thing yeah. of his, his frenzy idiot who who taped it and then sat there. You know, you're on camera, and basically, a good friend wouldn't like. I have pictures. A friend of mine posted on Facebook a picture of me in high school, in college. I was passed out in my dorm couch. That's funny now, but you know, if I was a celebrity, they wouldn't do that. They'd be like, hey, you know, this is crazy. Right. It's like Facebook. Like the little exchange we had, <clears throat> that's the only Facebook I like. See, I I, I do, do it on the personal board. I hardly you'll never see anything posted from me. I'm on on the on the on the message board. Right. See, for, I just don't do it. See, for me, I tweet jokes, and then they go. My Twitter's connected to my Facebook, so I do it. And I I do I do use Facebook a lot. But I, and, and the one thing, and the good side of Facebook is I got a guest. You, you're my guest today, and I I can seek out people yeah. who are on, and and eighty five percent of the time, people are very happy to come in and do the show. Right. And and that's cool. And I've met, you know, I've become friends with you know Wendy Lieben. I've become friends with. Oh, Ru I love her. She's been on the show 
three times and we become friends and she actually then she recommended me Terry Nunn from Berlin is going to come on the mm-hmm. show she got me her and like Jordan Brady I sent mm-hmm. Jordan a message and now me and Jordan are friends and that's that's one good thing about Facebook but the other side is social media can just kill you it's like people put stuff and it's like you gotta, you gotta watch it man yeah I mean jokes are cool but when people are like posting what they really feel sometimes it's very disappointing because you find out like the last presidential election was a good example of oh that. my it god it was just ridiculous it, it, it's disgusting it's like and I, I still get like the okay the hardcore and I'm I mean I'm I'm a liberal conservative I'll be honest and well, so am I my girlfriend is a liberal but I always give her crap I go you know baby I said the hardcore left is just as bad as a hardcore right they're idiots and they post this stuff on Facebook I don't care if you hate Obama or you call him no Obama first of all I don't I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see, you know, if like, like I posted one time about when that, that coach from Rutgers got fired because he was a dick and he was a bully. Yeah. And I wrote a passage about that. But I wasn't, I was just saying my, from my heart, I said, this guy was a right. bully. He should be gone. But I don't sit there and, and I don't, I don't want to hear people's political views and I don't want to see pictures of food. I'm tired of pictures of food. Like, and then people comment. Like, person can put a picture of toast. Oh, is it good toast? It's freaking toast. <laughs> don't put pictures of toast up on Facebook. Mike Mike Sergio always sends a picture of a big plate of cannolis. Well, that's I would like that because <laughs> well, you don't see them. Birthday a lot. every year, he sends you a picture of, of this big. Do you, do you like cannolis? Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a huge cannoli fan. I mean, you know, I'll eat them. I mean, I'm, I lived in New York for 15 years. You 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 eat everything. Isn't the food so much one, better? I mean, oh. I you know me because I've been going back east. Chinese food oh, is my. the thing that like tells it for me. Oh God! You would think that out here you would find good Chinese food. I, you know what's it's funny? Impossible. Yeah, it's funny because I was always spoiled. I used to go in uh, to Philadelphia at the Imperial Inn on Eleventh and Arch mm-hmm. in Chinatown, and they had dim sum lunch. And my roommate from college was from Hong Kong, so the lunch would end at like two, and we get there at one thirty, and all the the tourists, you know. Or as you call them, the peons, were getting all the crap left on the carts. But then Benny would see, and speaking <laughs> Cantonese, and then we get like, like, shit, you're like, oh my God. So I got spoiled. And that, that's the thing. The Chinese food, even when I lived in Nutley, New Jersey, outside New York, yeah. you knew when it snowed, the only place open was walking distance to eat, you get Chinese food, because they go to work every damn day. Man, they don't, so good. they don't miss. And that's, a, that's what's amazing to me about Chinese people. All over the world, they can create that Cantonese. I had some of the best Chinese food I ever had in Spain. Really? In Spain. And what the other thing that they do is they make it for the indigenous people. They'll add a little stuff the way Spanish people like it. Okay. So, you know, this is, this is our take on paella. You know. Well, it's funny you say it because actually I went to a, my friend owns a spice company called a, it's Pico de Gallo. A shout out to George Oliva. So Pico de Gallo dot net buy his spice. I can't eat it; it's too much salt. But it's a little rooster. He's always seen. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. And I, I can't eat it anymore. I have I got right through it all the way. I felt bad because he gives me you know friends with him, and he had a party at his warehouse, and they had a uh, a it was a a food truck come up. His friends of his, and it was uh it was a Mexican. Chinese fusion. So there was like Kung Pao burritos. Not Koji, because Koji was like the, the one that did the Korean. But this this thing was, oh my God. You eat orange chicken in a tortilla, 
It's amazing. Yeah, I saw this guy. I saw this on the, you know, that's my other passion, watching the Food Network. Do you like the, okay, I, see, I watch more, I watch more Travel Channel, because there's a show called Birderland that I like on that. I like that. I, I watch all of those, all of those shows about people, you know, traveling and, and experiencing different things and experiencing different foods and. And experiencing the same food in a different way. All that stuff, is, I, 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 it just relaxes me, you know. What's the uh, craziest thing you've ever eaten, would you say? Like, I, like I saw a thing, I saw Adam Richman was somewhere, and they had Rocky, Rocky Mountain Oysters. I would try them. I would eat balls. That sounds crazy. Yeah, people, that's my new logo. Steve Cooper will eat balls. I would try them, and I've never tried frog's legs, and I want to try frog's legs. But yeah. what, what's the craziest that's thing? Because you travel a lot. the craziest lot. thing. I, frog's legs? Yeah. Or did it did it good? Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I had them once. You know, like working on the cruise ships. You had everything. You had everything, and finally, escargot. I've had. I like escargot. And, okay, yeah. Well, if it's so good, why do you have to have that little skinny fork to dig it all out of that? <laughs> It, it ain't worth all that work. Well, that's like crawfish. I, yeah. There's too much work. Crawfish, it's great. I go, yeah, but you got to pop the head. Got, I go, screw it. Just give me, give me you a... You got to pop it just right in there. Yeah. Suck I said, that's too much. Right. Just give me a clam. Yeah. Clams are easy. Right in front of you, you eat it. Oysters, mussels, right in front of you, you eat it. And I'm from Mississippi, so, you know, I've tried some weird things. My father, oh, my God, that man, he loved rabbits. Rabbit's good. And squirrel. I never had squirrel. Was squirrel and tough? birds that he hunted. Okay, but was squirrel tough? Nah. No? It seems like it'd be tough because they're a very tough animal. They're very manly animals. No, he, he brings it home. And I used to hate when he went hunting because he always got some. And he would come home and he would throw his hunting bag at me. Call me Jimbo. Jimbo, clean that shit. And that was the right word. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had to... You have to learn how to do it because if you don't cut it. So you got to skin it, right? Yeah, you skin it and you got to cut it right because, you know, if you cut it wrong and it's a male, the testicles, the, the testosterone is released into oh, the wow. meat and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and I never liked it. He would just tell my mom someday, I feel like having some squirrel today. That means he's going to have squirrel for dinner. So he'll go and cut, cut one? Nah. Get it out of the freezer. Oh wow, <laughs> squirrel! I, I, I now you know those things. Like I would. I also. I've always wanted to try pigeon, but yeah. not 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 like New York and Philadelphia pigeon because no, that's yeah. disgusting pigeon. <laughs> not like Santa Monica beach pigeon, but like like a good, a good pigeon. Talk back to you, those pigeons. Exactly, and then you'll be eating like you'll you cut the piece of pigeon. You'll find like some popcorn in it. Remember crack, Rick Avila's? Yeah. <laughs> he used to do that thing about the pigeons. <laughs> hey, you see the bread there? I hope it didn't die on me. I saw a picture of a pigeon with they put it on TMZ, and it had a a piece of bread around its neck, and then, oh yeah, and the other pigeons coming up. They're not eating the bread; they're eating stuff off the ground. It's like you got a piece of bread around your neck. Eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. I don't like pigeon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like so. Okay, now, 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 now we're going to talk about your comedy career. All right, because we were talking about see hey. people. You get two people with CHF together. We can talk for days about food, diet. You know, that's when you know you're getting older. When you sit there instead of saying, "Hey, that's a nice piece of ass," you go, "Hey, man, you know what? 
I can't eat the ham, but if you get the turkey, the low sodium, which I get uh, in New Jersey, the ShopRite yeah. has, the only one they have, the, the uh, boar's head, no salt added turkey. So it it's hardly has any sodium. You can't get it out here. You think you can get it, and then I can get the low sodium roast beef out here, but you can't get it out there. And it's like, come on, man. I have to say one thing about no salt added. They don't add any because they put enough in the first time. Right, you know, <laughs> you look at this stuff and they go, and why is it? Now, you say that it's cheaper to eat with no salt. Healthier. I just think healthier. healthier. Well, it seems to me like what they do is they put salt in stuff and then they charge you for taking it out. You see, instead of just making it, because when you make the, it's preservatives, it's everything. That's the reason they have to put salt in stuff. It wouldn't last on the shelf. Well, you, you're right about that because it's funny. Is and I noticed because uh, I get the uh, low sodium Pringles. Yeah, and they're good. But you see, all the Pringles are Ralph's Club two for three, two for three dollars, a dollar fifty each. But then the low fat one, which I don't get, is two seventy five. So I said, wait a second, low fat should be less ingredients. It's got less fat. It should be cheaper. Yeah, but it was more trouble for us to make it. Yeah, that's what the- it's. Yeah, it's crazy. You're right about that. But no, for me, my whole thing is though, food is just it's. You buy a piece of fish. I tell people, they go, "How do you cook?" I go, "You get a half pound of vegetables. You get a piece of fish. Let's say you get some asparagus. You put the asparagus on tin foil. You put the fish on top. You add some lemon, maybe some garlic, a little Mrs. Paprika. Dash pap- paprika or whatever." You wrap it up in the foil, you throw it in the oven, 20 minutes for 400 degrees. You're done. That's you it. have a healthy meal. You're eating fish and vegetables, so that's good for you. You're eating a half pound of vegetables, which is two servings. And if you want to make some rice, or if you want to make some quinoa or some barley or whatever, you just follow the directions. That's things people. That's what my cookbook is about. It's all it's easy cooking for one. Because yeah. people get so intimidated. It's like the, you're a chef, so you've, but you had to learn somewhere. You learn from starting. And then when you start cooking, then you get, it's exciting. It feels good. You go, what am I going to yeah. make? Like, I love, I mean, my friend is a manager at Ralph's, and he cracks up because I know the price is better than him. Because I have my shopping ritual. I plan my five dinners out and my lunches out and breakfast is just a banana and yogurt but I plan my week out and I go to Sprouts because their produce is cheap and I go on Wednesdays because it's both specials and I yeah. get the vegetables there and then I go to Ralph's and it's a ritual to me and I go to my Ralph's and I go okay if I know the fish lady she gets the tilapia or swai it's always on sale previously frozen so you can't freeze it but they always have frozen in the back and so she will always get to me where I can freeze it and it's just a it's and then I come home and I'm excited when I cook something good you know it's like you yeah. go wow it's like people go well, you made that yeah I go yeah well, that must have been hard no it's easy that's what I'm talking about the creativity of the whole thing and on a side note I think people from cities are more ritualistic okay why, why do you think that well you know if you live in a big place like you got to have the dry cleaner that you go to. You got your Chinese restaurant. You got your supermarket if there is one in your neighborhood. Like I lived in Manhattan for 15 years. And you go to the same places almost the same time. Like it's Tuesday. I'm going down to the farmer's market on Ninth Avenue. On the way back, I'll stop at the cheese store. And, you know, you, you do it. I mean, and you know these people. You know, New York is amazing. Well, you, you I that, go back, and they go, hey, where you been? See, yeah, that's, that's funny because you say it because my brother, my brother was on, uh, my, my brother was on 55th and 6th. Him yeah. And, him and my niece. And uh, unfortunately, his wife passed away two years ago. But they would go, they have a, 
place out in the Catskills, mm-hmm. like a big farm. And but like he he's like lives in Midtown Manhattan, but up there he's like a farmer. He like raises chickens and kills them. And then he'll go back to this coffee shop, and the guy who owns a coffee shop also owns an olive oil factory in Italy. So my brother will s- trade him fresh killed chickens that are clean for like awesome olive oil and it's just that's normal like and you yeah. know you know the homeless guy you know you yeah. you know the guy like my brother gave the homeless guy one time he gave him a an overcoat because he had got a new overcoat and then you go and then he gave the guy my brother drinks scotch but he doesn't like cutty sark someone gave him cutty sark so he gave the guy a bottle and he's like just don't drink all that i don't want you to pass out and get hyperthermia he goes, ah, screw you it's mine now but you still it's like it's like that it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like they're like mascots like you're, you people in your neighborhood i do that same in burbank i feel the, the same way man yeah you you know it's like it's 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 crazy yeah so when you when you move somewhere else you develop the same kind of thing right like that's what i that's what i have in california i go to the same places because I like people to know me and I like to know them right I said think of me I know I know everybody in Burbank like if I go to a bar and there's like one place there's two bartenders working I always go to the guy I know because yeah. it's, it's just good to talk to them you know they're friendly yeah. and uh and that's what's amazing I think I think and, and it makes you feel at home it, it makes you it's like I I like I like to know where all the produce is at, at at sprouts and when they switch the apples to the other side or the pay they switch the pears i go what the hell why did that they with that you know the pear well because the oranges are coming in season i go yeah but the pears are supposed to be over there i don't want the pears next to the apples you have 10 10 kinds of apples keep the apples i want segregation i want my pears my apples segregated things are very impersonal now i went to the store the other day i want to buy an air conditioner a small room air conditioner i asked the lady do you have any air conditioners she says uh, I'm not sure, but if we do, they'd be back over there in the corner. You know, they're out of season. I said, it's 105 yeah. degrees outside. <laughs> out of season. Yeah, it's like the hottest we've had. Ever. Yeah. They're out of season. <laughs> well, that's funny because actually I, I went back. I uh, I have charter cable, and they and I signed up for uh, Live It With Charter rewards program or whatever. So you accumulate points, and so even though there's not a Walmart around here, when you, I got the cash in my points, I get $10 gift cards. So when I go back to see my girlfriend, there's a Walmart. We go, hey. It was a random finding because it was, we went to a movie. It was sold out. So we went to another theater. And I had a few $10 gift cards. I go, well, I'm, I was using a Walmart. You know, I got some shorts, got the T-shirt. They always have cool rock and roll shirts. And I wanted to find where the dressing room was. I could not find the dressing room. I wanted to try shorts on. And I could not find a person to ask no one's around and and then you know and then you see the commercials like and then the commercials they're the all news, friendly people, the, yeah they're all friendly and then on the news like they're going to strike they want to get paid more why you don't do crap I was sitting there I had to go to the electronic department to find uh, there should be someone walking around the clothes and section. then in the electronic department they don't they know tell you that's not my department right yeah it's, it's crazy it's funny you should say that. That just happened to me at Walmart two days ago. Which Walmart do you go to? Uh, there's one actually at uh, Van Nuys and Roscoe. Okay. And then there's there's ones further into the valley. They need one in Burbank. Yeah. Well, you know, Burbank's really fighting that. You know what's funny? Yeah. Burbank fought opening a uh, Whole Foods here, too. Yeah, they're still fighting it. And now let me tell you something. I live off Glen Oaks. There used to be a 2020 video 
there used to be a Blockbuster video. Both of them now are Armenian food stores. The problem is, the one on the corner, I'm sorry, Armenians don't know how to drive. And I'm sorry, people, if you're an Armenian out there that knows how to drive, send me an email, cooper at indy100.com, and tell me you know how to drive. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't use a blinker, and, you, and it, you smoke, and you flick your ashes out, and it's like, if smoking's that bad, you don't want it in your car, don't smoke. But they can't, they, they won't drive, so I got to, I, my, I'm, that's right in the corner where I live. So I got to make a turn, and I got, I'm like dodging, like, cars coming over, and it's like, you can't get a Whole Foods because traffic. But then you put in a, in a neighborhood, you put two supermarkets it makes no sense. Burbank is stupid. And you're right. You're right. Go to John's Market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and like, why are these people coming the wrong way on this one way? Yes. They yes. do it all the time. Yeah, and, 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 and it's so funny. I told my girlfriend, I said, she goes, oh, you really, you know, the Armenians piss you off. I go, honey, give it uh, two months and you'll see. They'll like, piss you off oh, yeah. too. It's like the car wash near me. The car wash near me. When it's sunny, it's all the Mercedes. And it's just like, and you go, and it's like, it's just crazy. But like Burbank won't open a Walmart. You know what? Open a damn Walmart. You have Target. You have Kmart. What the hell? My, my, yeah, my opinion is if you don't want to shop at Walmart, don't. Exactly. I mean, that's the American way. I will. Like, I almost cheap. they're telling me they're going, uh, well, you know, they don't treat their employees right. And I'm like, you know, I understand what you're saying, and the employees have to fight their own battles on this one because if Walmart could sell stuff for what they're selling it for, I have to buy it. Yeah, exactly. It's cheap. I mean, I, mean, I, I got this cool Jimi Hendrix shirt, cool ass shirt for like seven bucks. That's the vintage, American way. Vintage V-neck, and I was like, and you go to the Urban Outfitters, they're gonna charge you twenty five bucks, right? And the better quality of Walmart. I got, I got this one Grateful Dead like thermal shirt. It was on sale for five bucks. You know what? You go to a concert, you're paying forty bucks for that. That's right. You can say whatever you want to about me. And also up there in North Hills, they actually have a Walmart supermarket now. Now that I've heard is the great price. Actually, you know it's funny. We got. It's amazing. I had the Walmart card from the charter. And we got the, uh, someone told my girlfriend that the, uh, the steaks, the blue box steaks were very good. They're thin. Mm-hmm. But we got them. They were good. Then I looked. I was going to eat two because they were thin. And I looked. And the sodium, they had like 750. And I go, what the hell? Why are you putting sodium in steak? That's why they were good. Goes back to the sodium. To keep them from turning yeah. the wrong color. And they were thin, but it was good. But that's the thing. But they, the Walmart, they have food and all. It's like, you can, you can make a day. And I, I, when I go back, when I go back and we go to Walmart, I'm excited. She's like, "What? You want to go to Walmart?" I go, "Yeah, I don't get to go to Walmart. I got gift cards. I walked in, I got two pairs of cool shorts for nine ninety seven each." People are like, oh, "There's some cool shorts." I'm like, "Yeah, they're checked. They're nice." I grew up in Mississippi, small town, twelve thousand people now. There's a Walmart, a super Walmart, seventeen miles to the east, another super Walmart, and they probably do gangbusters. Yep, nineteen miles to the south, another Walmart. I mean, it's three of them right there. And that's where everybody goes now. They're they going to, I mean, you know, like in Germany, they, they, they wouldn't let them. They said, you can't sell eggs for that. They say, yeah, we can. We got a great. No, you can't sell eggs okay. for that. And you can't sell milk for that because you're ruining our local businesses. You know what's funny about eggs? And, and now, you, do you, now, do you go to a lot of farmer's markets? Yeah. Okay, I go to the one in Burbank on Saturdays. 
And I always notice, I don't know if it's a great deal, but the brown eggs, they, they sell the... There's always a line. I don't know if they're just, are they really good eggs? Or is it just because they're cheap? But there's always, like, like you walk by, like, you know, I was bummed that the cactus girl wasn't there. They sell these cactus chips. She wasn't there last time. That bummed me up. But I get my soap there. And I pay six bucks for a bar of soap, but it lasts for a month. And it's this grapefruit soap. And I smell like ocean spray. And I, I love the soap. But the, the eggs, there's always a freaking line. I don't know, is it a deal? Because eggs aren't that expensive. Well, people think that the brown eggs are better. And... There is a reason, but I, I don't remember what it is right now. But there's something, there's some reason chickens lay white eggs. Like most eggs were brown. Right. When I was a kid, my grandmother had chickens. So they were, they were all brown. And I think the, the white ones have something to do with the way they feed them or something, you know? So, oh, speaking of comedy. <laughs> Yeah, we've been we've been digressed it's completely. Okay. No, no, this it's is fine. good. This is good. See, people, you're learning about congestive heart failure and Walmart. And I like to, I, you know, I just like to talk. I can go on and on. And you're very easy to talk to. Thank you. So very, are you. Very easy. I, I really, I, you know, only one time did I think, I wonder what this is going to be like. And then I stopped because I don't stress myself about stuff like that because... I know it's going to be all right. Yeah. And, sometimes, and if, if you have a crappy interview, like if, if, you know, if someone comes in and sucks, you just, I as a host just deal with it. But you're, and your voice is very soothing, which like you have a very soothing voice. It's very, I'm very relaxed. I'm like, thank I'm like, you. No, it's good. And I'm, I'm just sitting there in my mind because I think, and I'm like, we have not talked one bit about comedy, but I don't care because you know what? My listeners don't care because this is what they like. People to, just talk. This is what radio is supposed to be exactly. like, Exactly. Right? It's not it's supposed right. to be, hey, my name is Mike Ivey. I do this bit. I'm juggling I, right now. You used to hate to do those. Interviews oh, when you're doing God. a you playing a club in town. So, how did you get started in comedy? Bing bang boom. <laughs> what Man, was your first joke? So, what, what, what did you say funny tonight, Mike? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's awful. But, yeah. Uh, but what, 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 what were we talking about? I don't know. You, you, know, you said you said you want to talk about comedy real quick. Yeah. Well, no, I was just I was just I was just making a joke. Okay. Because like one of the things I like. Have you ever noticed if you talk to someone that you haven't ever met like at a bar you talk to them for an hour and you find out their name in the beginning and then you forget and you have the best time talking to this person the name isn't important right it's the conversation i forget so many people's names and and it's in there well i was talking about in the first hour too it's also like and you're from you know you live in new york so it's like it goes back to that sports scenario like i saw a guy the other day with an eagle shirt you know what i go if i go out to a bar because you know when you were in new york and like when i was living in philly you went to a bar and it was all yankees or mets fans for you phillies fans or eagles or jets or giants but and you know there was giants bars and jets bars so you, you know yeah but you go out here and there's not it's everyone. Like, you go to a game, there's 15 damn TVs on. And, and there's so much stimuli. Like, there's this game and this game. And they can't put the volume on this one because this one. But these guys are regular, so they get the volume. But when you go back east, it's Eagles. 15 TVs are all on Eagles. But when I come out here, I'm see some with an Eagles shirt. And I have some of the best conversations because you sit there and go, oh, where? You know, I'm from Cherry Hill, right outside Philly. Oh, yeah. And you start talking. Yeah. And then you always get in, like, five minutes into the conversation. Because I, I go out to watch games by myself. I, don't, I have no problem going out by myself. I know most people in bar. I know all the bartenders right. in Burbank. I, they, hey, go away. You know, I know all regulars. just know people. But, and so I, I have no problem talking to someone who's all out by, all by themselves, too. But you also sometimes learn halfway through, like, 
a conversation when you're talking to this guy by himself and you figured out why he's by himself because he's a damn weirdo. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that bartender, she got a nice ass. What? Yeah, she got a nice ass. Where, where, where did that come from? I'm talking about I'm talking about Donovan McNabb and you're talking about nice ass. So it's just weird. It's, it's been talking about you have some of the best conversations with people. Yeah, yeah. So, so have you ever watched the game at South Street? You know what? I went a few years ago. Well, South Street, when it opened, was good. Yeah. It is not good anymore. I got a hoagie. They put red peppers on it. You don't put a peppers, red peppers on a hoagie. Philly's Best is pretty good. But uh, I went to a game on South Street when they first opened. They said, see Eagles games here, beer specials. So me and my buddy went, who's an Eagles fan. And we go, oh, well, you know, it's like a few, five years ago, I guess. Yeah, my friend, one of my friends used to manage that. Okay. But the food's going down. Oh, it's gone. But uh, but we went in and uh, the one in Burbank, and their beer specials. We go, what are your beer specials? Well, I don't know. Same thing we're talking about customer service. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, you have a sign that says beer specials. Oh, oh, hey, what's with you? Oh, okay. uh, whatever. So then they give they give, they give us Sam Adams for two dollars. They don't give us an opener. I'm like, are you gonna open the beer? It's like it's it's not it's not a twist off. Oh, you want it open? Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's like that's why I won't go to a game there. And the thing is, I don't go. I go to a game. Well, my deal is like last night I had some friends over. I if the Eagles are on TV, I watch them at home. I have a 50 inch TV. I like to sit on my little I have a, a leather chair with an ottoman, just sit like this and just watch. And I can sit there and I can do whatever I want. If I want to watch it in boxers, I can. You know what I mean? But when you go, but but when, when the South Street, it was too much of like a family atmosphere. It wasn't conducive yeah. to watch a game. Yeah, you know, speaking of uh, business practices. They put a Domino's, I'm dropping names, flyer on my door. And I'm like, I haven't eaten a Domino's in forever. Right. So I don't eat that stuff. But the other night I'm watching football by myself, Thursday night, first game of the year. I order a pizza. (coughs) You can only eat two pieces. Right. That sucks, doesn't it? The pizza came. First, the guy went to the wrong house. He called me. He said, I'm downstairs. And I said, 8940? Oh, I'm sorry. I went to 8840. Then he came, and then he gave me the pizza, and he left. And and then I opened it, and I called back, and I said, so did the people at 8840 get my pizza? Excuse me? I I ordered sausage and peppers. This... It's not sausage and peppers. This is sausage and pepperoni. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm the one who took your order, and I read it back to you. And I said, yeah, you did read it back to me. And do you think if you had read back to me sausage and pepperoni, I would have said yes? Right. Three. It's a lot more syllables. And I said, you know what? You, this isn't the way you do business. By now, you should be saying, do you want me to send you the right, right. pizza over and blah, blah, blah. And you're not saying any of that. And she said... I'm sorry, sir. I said, well, you know, you'll never have to mess up my order again. Because I'm not going to give you more business. I'm calling here again. And you know what? She they don't give a crap. She didn't care. No one gives a crap. I don't get paid. They for have no idea that that's tied to them making a living. Oh, no. They don't, because they think, instead of thinking they have a job and should be happy, they'll sit there and go, oh, I'm not getting paid enough. Well, you know what? It's like me with tipping. I tip very well. Yes. Okay, but I'll tell you something. I, I feel bad. Like, I, I had crappy service a while ago. And I felt bad only giving 15%. But 
but I'm like, you know what? No, you know, I should just give ten percent. My buddy happened the other night. My buddy, we were out, and, and you get really crappy service. And he's like, and he always tips twenty, twenty five percent. And he's like, oh man, I don't know if I should tip her shitty, but then it affects your service. It's just weird. It's like I, I, if you go to different places, yeah, it's weird. They they know you're a regular, and what's so funny is instead of embracing you as a regular, they sit there and go, oh, they'll wait. They're okay waiting because they're regulars. No, 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 no. We're not okay waiting. We're regulars. You take care of us we're first. We're regulars because we like the service. Right, and we, like, and we like the place. When I was in restaurant management, I just do marketing. I would buy the regulars beer, and the company would go, well, we already have their business. I go, exactly, and we want to keep it. These guys come in here every day. You take care of them. That's how you make money. We only have four minutes left. Can you believe that? Yeah, that was a quick hour. This flew by. I looked at the clock. I said, oh, my God. This was a quick hour. You have any shows coming up? Uh... No, not right now. Just uh, I just drop in some local places and and do a few minutes every now and then. I go to a place over on Whitsett and uh, Moore Park. What's that called? Uh, it's a coffee house. It's called. Oh, is that uh? Is that um? It's a story. It, it started out as a storytelling. Is place. that Thursday nights? Yeah. Uh, the Amsterdam Cafe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I know some. My friend Do goes. I think there. It's, yeah, Amsterdam. Okay, and. I mean, um, I'm not doing anything right now. I, I, I stopped because I, I wanted to get into the acting, and I, I've been pretty lucky. I did uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love that show. Sound. Yeah, me and Danny had a great time. He looked, he, the first line I said to him, I said, ain't this some shit? I looked down at him, and he he almost bust out laughing. Then he tells me later, he says, "You're funny, you're good." Then we're singing uh, doo wop songs okay. on the set, me and me and him. And I did two broke girls. You have a lot of commercials going too. I got three nationals now. You got yeah, the one with Blake. One yeah, one with Blake Griffin. Uh, one with Wes Welker for Old Spice. And that's coming out. Yeah. And one for H.H. Uh, Gregg Appliance, where I play a, a driving instructor. Okay. And on the car, it says, Mike Ivey's Driving School. So. Oh, so it says your name. Yeah. See, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Like, they, don't, they don't give you a different name. And it's, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'd love to come back. I would love to. Yeah, we, we have to get and, you back, because then we can actually talk about the career and, and stuff like that. We can talk about comedy and... Yeah, it's just, usually I talk about comedy, but just when when you, it's like it's like a fraternity of CHF guys. Yeah, you know, and we call it the C. When you're down with OPP, I'm down with CHF. Okay, yeah. and we sit there and we know, and we know, and it's a weird thing. You know the fear you go through when you they tell you that, and and you know, and now it's like I don't take it as serious as I should because I've changed my lifestyle. And we're so, up we're so, up with CH. Yeah. We're just, up with it. Yeah, we got it. We understand. I can't eat sodium. And you know what? I'm glad. I didn't even have salt in my house. And my girlfriend's like, you have to get salt. I go, no man. She I saw her putting some salt in something. I go, what the hell are you doing? She goes, well the eggplant, you have to you have to soak, put the salt to take the bitterness. I said, I'll take the bitterness. I don't want damn salt. And what you learn about is flavor. Right. Flavor food uh, is good spice. by itself. Yes. Spicing paprika, yes. crushed red pepper. Yes. Uh, the Mrs. Dash, I love. Yeah. I love that stuff. I have, I have 10 of them, and I have this thing. Anyway, this has been a great hour. Actually, this has been really enjoying. I, I'm really, I'm really yeah. relaxed now. I'm going to go home. Um, I think I'm going to sit and watch uh, Dexter. <laughs> I have to catch up on my shows from Sunday because I take her to the airport. And Ray Donovan, which is great. Anyway, thank you. Now, can people follow you on Twitter or anything, or Facebook, or, uh, or, or, or uh, website? No. Okay. I'm on, I'm on Facebook. You can follow me, but 
I don't go anywhere. He doesn't reply. He just <laughs> answers messages. No, I always reply. But yeah, but you don't post stuff. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't. So post. none of his pictures of his great fried chicken or his good food. He won't put that up. So even though he makes great fried chicken, I want to see a picture of the damn fried chicken. No, you, I'll do better. I'll, I'll let you see the fried chicken. All right, that sounds we, good. We're gonna we're gonna get together. Sometime we will, and uh, and talk about some more stuff because we got lots of stuff to cover I know I want to thank you we're going to be back in, a, in like the next two months uh, hit me up in the email coopertindy100.com coopertalk.net I have about 180 episodes up there follow me at twitter at coopertalk and uh, every Thursday except this week you can hear me on 94WIP Philly Sports Radio at midnight my time 3 o'clock east coast on the Big Daddy Graham show I'm Steve Cooper remember drink your water eat your veggies and take your vitamins have and a great keep weekend keep your punches up exactly